right, welcome into Guys Being Dudes Fantasy Football. And before we get started, I just want to tell a quick story. This past spring, I was studying abroad in Southeast Asia, in Bangkok, and I had some amazing travels. First, I was in Thailand, where I got this bracelet. You want to zoom in on this bracelet? Since it come off, it fell off. But this bracelet had an elephant on it that's also fallen off. But that bracelet represents me. This is very, some very cliche study abroad stuff. That's me. I got to be true to myself. I'm a porn. And I got two more on my left hand. This one represents friendship. I got it in Sapa, Vietnam on a hike from a, from a woman. She sold it to me for about the equivalent of 10 cents. And this last one, beautiful purple and gold bracelet that I got, true story, I got from a child at a temple in Cambodia. Spent a, a dollar on it. They're using it for education. But you know what I realized recently? This is a purple and gold bracelet. And that is unacceptable. Laker Nation. Here at the University of Texas at Austin. And you know what I say to that? Can't rip it off. I tried, though. But we're going to just take it off. Throw it over there. Gone. Gone. We're full send Texas. Hook them all that jazz. Let's get into it. Welcome to the show, everybody. What's better than this? Guys being Welcome into Guys Being Dudes Fantasy Football. I am your host, Noah Obsfeld. With me, as always, are my co-hosts, Jared Williams and Michael Smith. And today we have a very, 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 very special guest host on the show, Kieran Day, coming out of Los Angeles, California. Big shot Hollywood man. <laughs> uh, and two more of our accompanying California hometown friends, Abby Lobianco on the right over there, and Eric Mum. Kieran. We've been we've been good fantasy football friends for a long time. I'm really excited to have you on the show. You came in last night, or this morning, excuse me. And how, how has Austin been so far? Austin's been amazing. It's really been, really been awesome. I've never been to Texas, so really cool opportunity to do that. Really, really hot. Not used to that. But we've been lucky to be riding around in some of these scooters, not taking in too much of the heat. Mm. So I'm pretty excited for football and tomorrow the big game. Oh, and shout out Eric. Eric used to have an internship with Lime, so we get unlimited free Lime rides. Eric, impressions on Austin so far. So we got hot, warm. Anything else? Lots of great public transportation options. Okay. I think we're done there. We'll cut it off. <laughs> Eric's a Eric's an urban planning major, so he's big on that. You know, we'll be at a party, babes everywhere, you know, people are opening up champagne bottles and he's like, you know, uh, what do you think of the what do you think of the what do you think of the busing system yeah. of uh, of Atlanta? Oh you know, how am I what's the most efficient route? And A B, A B coming in two. How are you? You know, you've been we've been quite dramatic in the fantasy football community with your namesake lately. How has that affected your personal life? Yeah, between the helmet, <laughs> fighting the GM, it's been a lot of backlash, a lot of reports in the news, getting, getting a lot of uh, people coming truth? after me. Honestly, can't disclose. Was it a? Was are it you a, playing week one? Yes. Was it a genuine <laughs> apology, or was it a, an apology just for the money? A little bit of both. Mix Love it the up. honesty. Love it. The LSU bracelet is off. 
That was my quote-unquote family bracelet. That's the one that represented family to me. Sorry, mom and dad and sis. For the time being, I don't care about <laughs> you. Friendship bracelet still on, though, so we're good? Friendships, yeah, my <laughs> I would never do that to you guys. Come on, friendship bracelet. Friendship bracelet means more to you than you know. <laughs> it does. Well, Texas versus LSU this weekend at home. This is the biggest home game of our careers, for sure. We had college game day coming in. I'm wearing my helmet. You never know, you know, you never want to be too safe with your head. You know, concussions. Big guy. I, yeah, big Home Depot guy. If you ever guys need hardware, hardware help, DM our Twitter. That's at Dudes Football <laughs> for fantasy football and hardware help. <laughs> well, Texas versus LSU. We're going to get our score predictions in in a minute. But before that, what do we want to see from this game? What do we want to see from Texas? What are we going to see from LSU? I want to see Texas put Joe Burrow in a position where he's constantly under pressure and has to make plays because he's played very well against the Georgia Southerns of the world. <laughs> hey, don't don't disrespect Georgia Southern, buddy. Quite a club. Okay. He was very poor against top twenty-five teams, and we need to put him under pressure and make him make decisions and have our athletes in the back end punish him for it. My big thing this week is just shutting up LSU in general, especially their defense. The SEC defense mm-hmm. hype is just—it's out of control at this point. And I'm pretty sure Sam can agree. Yeah, I wow. agree. From a Pac-12 school, I definitely think the SEC gets that hype, and I would love to see them, you know, get downgraded in that category a little bit. But for me, um, not knowing these teams too in depth, I think I'm really looking forward to the fanfare, looking forward to the really passionate fan bases, um, the Longhorns and LSU both going at it. That's going to be something that I'm really looking forward to. Yeah, it's it's two storied universities going at it. It's going to be amazing. Um, I don't. I think this might be the first home game where they cap. The capacity. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think mm-hmm. People are going to be getting in. Right. So, I mean, y- y- like you said, it's all about those LSU DBs. We have this big, who's the d- real DBU? Um, it's debatable, but their DBs, linebackers, running backs are all really tough. Uh, let's do some scores. Personally, I think that the LSU defense is going to be a little too much. Come on, Noah. I'm giving it to LSU 30-27. You're kidding. Wow. High scoring game. Yeah. Well, mine's sort of similar. Mine's 24 21, Texas, of course, on a game winning Dicker field goal. Classic. Jared and I did not plan this. And the score is not exactly the same, but I'm 24 23, Texas on a Dicker game winning kick. Wow. Although this is not what I want to see, I got 27 24 LSU. Um, I think, like you guys said, the defense is pretty overwhelming. And from what I've seen, they're a pretty formidable opponent. All right, we'll see. We have two on Texas' side, two on LSU's side. Let's get into fantasy football. Let's talk about some news. Biggest news of the week so far, Zeke signs. Big old contract there in Dallas. Mm. Love to see it. I drafted him fourth in one league. Don't have him anywhere else, but whew, big wet off my shoulders. Yeah. Zeke being Zeke, anything, anything else to say? I'm surprised to see it being six years on top of the rest of his two years of this deal. But I mean, if you're if you're Saquon, McCaffrey, or Kamara, you're licking your chops when y'all when they become available for free agency because they're going to get even more money. More yeah. Than like what about Melvin Gordon? I mean, they just the, <laughs> a report just came out really that they said that it's a trade or it's uh they're going to accept the talk or not. So I think that's not going to happen. They, they might he might come out and change his mind, but they're really steadfast in their positions. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to see a trade. Maybe the back will go down week one, and I think that'd be really cool. But uh, it's I think the difference 
is like when you have a running back in your organization, you know he fits the system. It's a lot easier to pay that guy a lot of money yeah. rather than yeah. bringing in a new guy. You're not sure really how much he was a product of the system. Obviously, Melvin Gordon's extremely talented, but there's a lot of risk there with yeah. bringing him into a new organization. I do, I do think that it is kind of a slap in the face to Melvin Gordon where they're not willing to pay him, but the price they're asking for in trade talks is a first-round pick and a mid-round pick, and that's yeah. you know the value of a running back that should be getting that money. And to see all this money flying around for people that he probably assumes he's right in that tier um, is probably very frustrating for him. So I don't know if he's going to really fold and be like, you know what, I'm playing after seeing all this go around that we value you as a first-round pick, which isn't easily thrown around in the NFL. Right. Antonio Brown. This is maybe not the biggest fantasy news, but just, oh my Arguably. gosh, I'm it's, over it. It's I, like, taking it over the crazy, news. But now it's just like, I'm tired of my phone saying Antonio Brown. Oh my God. Um, a but, complete roller coaster. Two days ago, right. we were fine. We thought he was just yeah. going to play. Then yesterday, when he put, or two days ago, when he posts the fine to social media for whatever reason. Yeah, it was super questionable. Then him and Mayock get into this yeah. verbal shout. I'm assuming it was mainly Antonio Brown, in which <laughs> no punches said. were thrown. But the fact that he had to say he didn't punch his general manager is yeah. not a good sign. <laughs> so then but everyone's then he thinking <laughs> he's going to get suspended and might get released and the Raiders won't have to pay his guarantees. Yeah. And, and now he's playing week yeah. one. So. And you hear the report that Vontez Perfect is the one holding him back. <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's just you know. like, I never heard, I thought I'd hear those words. That's pretty incredible drama going on in that system. And, and for me, and I know for you as well, we're Raiders fans. So mm -hmm. we're getting both the fantasy implications of this and just our team and NFL fan bases. We're kind of stressed. Yeah, off it's the weird because I don't know like whether or not to like him or not just mm -hmm. because he's so, he's so polarizing. Yeah. And not like in a good way. And like you watch him on hard knocks and you see how talented he is and how he just shreds up the defense. Yeah. And like I want that out there all the time. The but amount of work he puts in, how he elevates everybody. To what cost is that going to come to the chemistry? To what cost is that coming to the front office and yeah. their trust in the players yeah, well, and all of that? He so. needs to grow up and it doesn't seem like it's going to happen. Yeah. It doesn't it, seem like... Yeah. Well, I think him publicly apologizing today is definitely a step in the right direction. I doubt he really meant what he said. It doesn't I mean, matter, though. He didn't apologize to Mike Mayock. That was, I listened to the, the actual statement, and it was yeah. like, I it's apologize to the, organization. to the fans, I apologize to the organization, yeah. and enough said. Like, you could at least say the words to the person that you were verbally you know, coming out pretty yeah. hard and, right. and threatening physically. It seems and like that's something that easily... Probably the weirdest news of the week... In a post-practice press conference, Julio Jones drops a bombshell that he might not play week one <laughs> if he doesn't have a new contract. When I don't think he's brought this up at all in the offseason. Mm -mm. He said he's playing. But then much. at the end of the press conference goes, well, I plan on playing. But open the door for him not playing if he didn't have a new contract. And we're two days from, from, yeah. from kickoff. And, and reports uh, have been pretty throughout the offseason that it's going to get done. It's going to get done. It's next up. Yeah, and now they, it's here. they value him as the top. And now you know it seems like there could have been many chances throughout this preseason yeah. that he could have said something to maybe fire up this negotiation. I definitely don't think he's going to take anything less than the highest paid receiver. I think he deserves that. Right. Fully. Absolutely. He's played injured throughout his career, and he's still mm -hmm. been proven to be as valuable, stays on the field even when he's injured, and that's something that a lot of wide receivers, top-end wide receivers, are struggling to do. And I think he's the 14th highest paid receiver right now, which yeah. Yeah, he, he, he deserves his money. I wouldn't be wor I wouldn't be too worried as of right now though if you're a Julio owner. Yeah, no, I wouldn't either. I think he's gonna play. Jared Garf. <laughs> Jared Garf, highest played player ever. For guaranteed, I think it's guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. Highest guaranteed. Yeah. A lot of people were saying Goff that that McVeigh wouldn't sign Goff that he was gonna let him go in the wind and just get another rookie uh, quarterback because his system is so hmm. ironclad. Not the case, obviously. I still like you've seen all these like Akib Talib. You got uh, other players <laughs> coming to the Rams for that Super Bowl, that chance at the Super Bowl. 
I like the Rams strategy here, locking your your franchise back, locking your quarterback. Guys will want to come play there. Guys love McVay, Los Angeles. I think they're pretty much guaranteed a Super Bowl in the next three seasons. Mm, wow. Um, yeah. You're smacking that that's, on the as wall? Long, that's a bold As long as yeah. Gurley and Goff are, 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 I mean, last year was weird because Gurley was Gurley's injured. already got his problems. But as long as they stay healthy, I think I, they can, I'll smack that on the wall. Interesting. Yeah. They that have bold. so much bold. talent. Absolutely. Like and they just keep adding to it. It's like they lose in Dominican Sue, they bring in Eric Weddle. Yeah. They still have all yeah, they, they have they, Cooper Cup back this year. Thank you for naming other players. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. I mean it's a, it's a great mix of young guys and then veterans. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Or past their prime but Plus with great coaching, they're right. definitely in a prime position. I do think it's I think it's a good decision as well. I do think it's them. smart for both parties in, in Goff and McVeigh in that they haven't, you know, been successful without each other yet. And they both have this, you know, this aura throughout the league of McVeigh is the the offensive guru. And I believe it, and most people do. But without Goff, we haven't seen that he's been successful with anybody else. So I think it protects both of them in that way that they're both going to uh, keep being high tier yeah. in their respective ranks. And I think that's good for them. And, and like you said, they'll attract plenty of people. I don't think that's going to be an issue at all. Some more minor news. The 49ers declared their starting receivers. This has been a whirlwind. Dante Pettis is bad. Dante Pettis is good. It's a motivational tactic. He might blah, not blah, make blah. the Marquise team. Goodwin is still existing. Hook him. Um, <laughs> but those guys are the starting wide receivers. Who do you guys like more in the season? Dante, easily. Yeah. I'd say for where they're being drafted, Marquise Goodwin, I don't think he's being drafted. Yeah. I'd rather have Marquise Goodwin because for the Dante Pettis hasn't had developed that rapport with Jimmy G because he did it with with um, Bethard and who was the, uh, the I, I forgot his name. Nick, yeah, Nick, yeah. Nick, Nick Mullins. 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 Yeah, there, Mullins. there we go. So I want yeah, to see Dante Pettis build that, that chemistry with Jimmy G, but I Pettis is obviously the more talented. Nick receiver. Mullins, big fan of the show. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Let's get into Thursday night football talk. Second oh, season yes. in a row where that we're so much hype for the first game of the season. We're real excited, and what where was one touchdown all night? Mm-hmm. That was. I mean, defense wins championship. To Jimmy Go Graham. Of Two straight people. NFL games like that with the Super Bowl now. Right. Night football. I'm That's getting true. tired I'm about it. that. But let's talk about uh, implications. There was obviously this resurgence of the Packers offense this year. Aaron Jones is going to be great. Devontae Adams, first round pick. Aaron Rodgers is a top three quarterback. Obviously, they're playing the Bears, which changes things up. But, geez, that offense did not look like they could move the ball. I think Aaron Jones is as much of a buy low as he'll ever be right now. Because mm-hmm. I, the problem with Aaron Jones is health and then Jamal Williams last year. But Jamal Williams had five carries for no yards. And so I think... He's not good. I Jamal think Williams that Aaron Jones will there. take yeah. over this backfield. And when he's not playing the Bears... When they're playing bad teams, but he's going to go off. How many times do we have to say the words, Jamal Williams is bad, he's not going to get carries <laughs> next week? He'll <laughs> so get a few. I think he's that like is a big Davis thing. He's doing team. something right that the coaches are keeping him on the field. And yeah. maybe he has some intangibles that we don't you know, know about yeah. just as spectators. But it just seems kind of wild to me. It's clearly night and day. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Aaron Jones was getting stuffed. That was the whole game plan. And you saw that video of uh, Devontae Adams coming off the sideline, counting the receivers. <laughs> yeah. One, two, three. Devontae Adams is, I mean, that was correct. Last year, every game, he either had a touchdown or 80 yards receiving. He was held at, mm-hmm. what, 39, I think? It was his lowest total yards in multiple yeah, years. Yeah. 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 He was so, getting triple, double team the whole game. That's what you got to do. I mean. You guys see Mar- that video of him pointing out the, <laughs> yeah. the, the corners covering him. Those- Terrible. Marquise Valdez Scantling looks Marquez. like Marquez. Come on, Marquise Goodwin, Valdez Scantling. 
<laughs> Looks like the wide receiver two to own there. Yeah. Did you? Uh, Geronimo Allison was on the non-existent. Non-existent. Was he, I was about to ask. Was he on the injury report? Or he was. Pl- he, he played yeah, he about like thirty snaps. He didn't get a target. I saw him out there. Just he wasn't. He so, was taken in the first round of our is, dynasty redraft. Geronimo means let's go, right? Geronimo. I guess the, Something like that. the opposite of that. Allison. Bye, I think that's like. a song. <laughs> <laughs> so Marquise Veldes again. Like I have him on two or three teams. Marquez. Oh, it's Marquez. Mar- Come on now. <laughs> Sorry about that, but looks like that's yeah against any other team. I mean, I guess there he was in single coverage a lot, so he had a mm-hmm. lot of opportunity. Whereas mm-hmm. Devonte Adams was getting all the attention, but. Going forward, that looks like a solid uh, flex play. Well, you think that's what it's going to be every week. Devontae's going to draw all the attention. But the Bears are a little worrisome. The thing with him is you wanted him on the outside and you wanted him going deep, and you saw that with that beautiful pass to him and catch. He looks like – he looks talented. Yeah, he really Got a little hurt, but going forward, I think you could have a wide receiver Yeah, I was surprised to see that he got a couple screens. He got a couple of plays close to the line of scrimmage, which I think is good for his PPR value and really just – Giving him yeah. targets and not just being a deep threat, which I think you know you can kind of stream that elsewhere. Um, but have Aaron Rodgers really picking and choosing where to find you and and not just throwing it when you're wide open. I think is really good right. for his value moving forward. Last thing I want to say though is the Bears' plan was obvious: shut down Aaron Jones, shut down Devonte Adams. So there was you know who's left. So I I think MVS has a good schedule. I won't I won't say his full name anymore. <laughs> good schedule going. It's forward. a good idea. But there is a chance that was just a product of the system. Let's go to the other side of the ball. Mitchell Trubisky has been torn up on the fantasy football Twitter sphere. Uh, Tariq Cohen uh, tweeted out eight targets, got ten. Good for him. PPR monster. Yeah, it's frustrating. You're sitting pretty. Uh, Dave Montgomery was the biggest, probably the biggest disappointment of the night. He's got so much rookie hype. He's that rookie running back that's going to blow up, become a top 12 back. You got a 27-yard pass. Besides that, it was pretty, pretty dismal. But yeah. it's not like it's not like he was granted all the opportunities. That's the frustrating right. thing is he played well when he played. It's just yeah. Mike Davis had over half of the running back snap counts. So yeah. I think his his overall line, six for eighteen, I think, didn't look very good, but his runs did look a little more dynamic than the other guys. He was bouncing off hits and yeah. you know, taking it outside, taking it inside. But I was surprised to see that in the second half, I think he didn't play the whole second half until like the two minute drill at the end. And that was just like very surprising. I know Mike Davis is a seasoned veteran, so they probably wanted that blocking or something, but it definitely was surprising to me. I think the thing to say is if they keep the three backs in there, you know, you, I mean, I get Tariq, Tariq Cohen, I don't even know if you consider a back anymore. That guy's a full <laughs> wide receiver. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, 10 targets. Good for him. Wow. But if you have the running back, I did some air quotes there. And Mike Davis getting targets. David Montgomery is not a pass catching back. Mm-hmm. What do you get two, two? I mean, yeah, his one, Reception was great, but yeah. if you're getting, I mean, how many receptions can you give to backs in the game? I guess the Bears are going to probably be the team to prove us, right. uh, you know, prove that number. But I really am nervous about Montgomery if Davis is staying in there. I oh, think we got to see him against a weaker team before we can fully tell. Because if yeah. they they can run the clock down, yeah. he's, I mean, he's definitely the best special. runner. They're, they're also going to score touchdowns. So yeah. when they're actually in a game <laughs> and playing from ahead, it'll be interesting to see their game plan. And what do you guys think about Mitchell Trubisky and him moving forward? I mean, I know it's right now it's all red flags, but it really looked like he was literally just playing scared, checking it down well, to Tariq yeah. every time. I, I, I don't think he threw a pass over 20 yards the whole game, and that's concerning for just the offense as a whole. But The quote from, was it Tremont Williams? Yeah. yeah. Says it all where he said, <laughs> if, if we let Mitchell Trubisky play quarterback, We'll win. Good we'll things win. are going to happen. Yeah. And that's what happened. Yeah, I mean, I think Packer. I mean, the first game of the weird, the first game of the season is always weird. It's mm-hmm. always awkward and all that stuff. So we got to take everything with a few grains of salt, but we'll see. But Helen Robinson, 
What Looked you good. There? <laughs> Jesus. Could have had that 50, was the guy. 200 pretty easily. I know, but that was the guy that you would see at the top of the of the draft board. Everyone passing on, passing him. I don't want to touch Mitch Trubisky. I don't want to touch that system. And look at him go. What, seven for 102, I think? Yeah. Something 12 like targets? I mean, so far, so good. Looks like you know, looks like that's the guy that owned the passing. Definitely not Anthony Miller. Who, oh, no. <laughs> to Gabriel had a much better game than him. Yeah. And then Burton was out, and I think that that's going to go directly into Cohen's targets when he's back. I don't think it should go unsaid that this was the first training camp that Allen Robinson was actually fully healthy yeah. for. So last yeah. year he was still coming back from that ACL. So I think if he – Trey Burton – was non-existent or uh, Anthony Miller wasn't either so if it's Allen Robinson and Tariq Cohen they're both mm-hmm. tremendous values do you consider receivers. Allen Robinson a, a buy low or sell high no, I would hold. I'd be buying like you'd be buying well, I'd as hold. opposed to selling I wouldn't sell him is what I'm saying yeah I, I would I, I mean depending on what you're valuing I kind of see it as a sell high I think people are mostly scared off of the offense. I don't think anybody's necessarily going to be jumping the gun to go get Allen Robinson. I don't know. I think you also saw their worst case off, worst case scenario though last night. I think you might be able to get some score. I mean, who do you want between? Let's see, Allen Robinson and Jarvis Landry right now. Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson. Or Calvin Ridley. Who would you want? Ooh, that's Allen Robinson. Allen Robinson. Calvin Ridley, but Jarvis maybe over Allen Robinson for me. What about uh, DJ Moore? I'd take DJ Moore. See, that's a, I mean, can you... That's, go that's a good one. That's, that's a good that's one. A, that's there a good go. trade there. Okay. Yeah, that uh, was good. Let's go on. So we... I'm in... Let's. How many leagues are you guys in? Well, I think I'm in five now. Five? I'd say five, I think, as well. <laughs> I lost yeah. count. I think we're Yeah, I'm in four. Yeah, I'm in six. Unfortunately. Got let's dragged into about, the fourth. Mm. So I, I really like this. This is... I have a bunch of guys I draft in a lot of leagues, and not necessarily guys I love, but guys that just happen on my team, because I, you know, I'm there in the hundredth pick, and I'm like, that guy's the guy I want right here. You know what happened five of my six leagues? Dante Moncrief. Love it. What's with Interesting. That? Love it. I, I mean. It's not bad. It's a, it makes sense in my head. It totally AD makes sense. Gone. Who now? Why, <laughs> so, why that's long That's how sentence. my mind works. That's when I think fantasy and I think football. it's totally low risk. It's if he doesn't work out, you cut him. You drop right, him away yeah. and you've nothing yeah, wrong. You pick up somebody off waivers. Five six teams, like, I could be sitting pretty. That's, <laughs> I, don't, I think my sitting pretty quota has been hit. Was it the second time? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, let's not say that anymore. Let's cut that one out. And uh, I got three Latavius Murray. Again, great value I was getting. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about John Brown later. Three John Brown, three McCole Hartman, three Darwin Thompson, three Robert Woods, and three Tyler Boyds. Wow. Love those four. Hanging on to Darwin. How about you guys? You're really You're into the consistency. Yeah. <clears throat> You're going to be like banger bust this year then. I'll go, I'll go next. I got Justin Jackson in three. I just love the value you can get with him. You can get him around pick 120 for yeah, I mean, a guy Austin who's going to be was getting. A, was an RB2 in that system last year. Right. Obviously different talent level, but that's value. Yeah. And Tyler Lockett. I think Tyler Lockett's in for a very big year. He's in training camp. He looks amazing, apparently. Yeah. Uh, Tevin Coleman got him in two. I feel like you're just getting, like all these guys are just value picks late in the draft. Yeah. And Damian Williams. Hey, what's the last one? There you go. You really are. You, you're drafting fit. And it's it's gotten more towards the fifth and sixth round now, and Jared's like, well, I guess I'll pull on Damian Williams again. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. me, it's Miles Sanders, Latavius Murray, D.D. Westbrook, and Marquez Valdez Scantling. We're kind of the three to four players that I wound up having the most of this year. Yeah, you feel for, good about Marquez, aren't you? I am. <laughs> I did it. <laughs> I had him in two leagues as well. I didn't play him, and yeah, that was a good enough. Yeah, I mean, it was yeah. the right decision. Just he got some good looks. Uh, for me, it's Leonard Fournette. I have him a couple leagues. Um, AJ oh, yes. Green, I think, is one that we were talking about a little before the show. And for me, it's 
I can't pass up on that value. I know it's pretty controversial, but if I see him sitting there in the sixth, seventh round, it's like I already have most of my starting lineup filled out. I think he's a really high upside wide receiver that's just sitting pretty. Oh my god, he's just sitting there for me to take, and I just don't see, you know, the people that are in that range that I'm passing up on don't nearly have that upside. And um, I don't know, maybe I'm living in the past, but I think that he, whenever he's on the field, he's so effective, and it's hard for me to pass him up. Agree. Yeah. I just I'm a I'm a, not a risk taker when it comes to those yeah. guys. I then, was screaming from the from the rooftops, "Don't touch AB!" Yeah. yesterday. Look what no. happens. I don't like. <laughs> yeah. I don't like touching a- AJ. Not because I don't think he can he can be a value, but I don't like holding guys on my bench. I don't mm-hmm. draft any of those suspended guys, and I I, I don't I don't want to deal with that. I'd yeah. rather have a because a lot more are gonna break out, and I'd rather have that waiver wire pick. So you're fine taking Zeke. Moving on. <laughs> Let's talk about um, who do you wish you owned more of. So for me, my guy, OJ Howard, Ooh. my strategy in the law leagues has been taking a, one of those top three tight ends at a value, which I've been getting. Mm-hmm. But I have, you know, in some leagues, when you're late and you're later an early pick and you don't have those middle picks, you can't really get the guys you really want. Like OJ, yeah. one more guy. And this has been more recently in, in developments. Deshaun Watson. Like, Kenny Stills Love it. Sent, is get, getting sent over. Duke Johnson getting sent over. Carlos Hyde. Laramie Tunsil. That's Thank the big you. one. That's a big one. Tunsil. Duke Losing Johnson. Jadavian Clowney. So, more scoins, more scoins, more points will be scored against them. Did you say Duke Johnson? I think that's a... You say Duke Johnson? Yeah, yeah. That's a huge one. More points will be scored against them. They're going to score more points. I've been looking to get Deshaun Watson in a few different leagues. Um, he fought, people do not like taking quarterbacks early. It's, there's now like a stigma out there like if you take right. a quarterback early, you're doing something wrong. If you're taking Mahomes in the fourth round, what's wrong with that? If you're taking uh, – if you're taking – what's his name? Deshaun Watson in the sixth round – yeah. You, I can't pass up on him what in the I've, sixth. He's never fallen to the sixth. Yeah, what yeah, I've, he fell to the sixth in one of mine. What I found, though, is that that's the truth, and then four, five, six quarterbacks then follow shortly after yeah, for some reason. That's where I think yeah. the most right. the that's issue is. is yeah, that, one, everyone that, starts getting quarter, quarterback happy when they see Rodgers and, and Watson go when they sh- really shouldn't. The run of like Matt Ryan, um, guys like that who are like very solid, but they're just going off because people are starting to get scared yeah. off of all the quarterbacks. Right. And that's where you, I think that you might be losing a lot of value. But I think... You're getting Deshaun Watson two or three rounds after Mahomes, and he's right there, I think, as one or two. And I think that's great value. The quarterback I sang praises of last week mm-hmm. is the man I wish I owned more of, Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Another player, Chris Godwin, I wish I had more of in that fourth, fifth round area. Didn't really feel comfortable taking on, him in my up. picks. More half PDR points. OJ Howard and Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin. Smacked that on the wall, buddy. You're Chris going down. Godwin. Chris Godwin for sure. Yeah. You see him in the preseason. Yeah, he's he's getting targeted OJ's like crazy. More, you really love OJ Howard. <laughs> he's so good at football. <laughs> that uh, is important. He used to be good at Alabama. I'll, I, we'll see I this year. Appreciate that whatsoever. <laughs> Jay, who you got? Uh, mine's Austin Eckler. Seventh round pick is where he's going, and sometimes in the sixth. I think it's just too good a value. I got him in one league. And like Kieran said earlier, AJ Green. If you can, if you're in a ten team league, one hundred percent, you should be taking AJ Green. Because you can get him in the 70s, 80s. You already have a full starting lineup. Just t- toss him on your bench, and when he comes back, plug him in. I think at worst, if he's playing, is a wide receiver too. I agree. Yeah. At worst. Kieran, who do you wish you had more of? Um, for me, as a kind of a little bit of a homer move, but Josh Jacobs, I didn't get any of him this year. Um, I think 
He's got a really high ceiling. Gruden really wants to run the ball, and he's going to be featured. Um, the other guys, I kind of have some of, but I wish I had more. Chris Carson. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk about him a little bit more later in the show. Uh, Mike Evans and D.D. Westbrook. I think he's going to be a target hog down there in Jacksonville. Um, really just, appreciate you saying that. Yeah, of course. He's so talented. <laughs> and bromance forming between <laughs> my two buddies here. <laughs> Maybe. We're big Jacksonville fans. Yeah. <laughs> you think it'd be the Raiders fans, but not. Nah, it's those Leonard Fournette truthers. Okay. Few and far between. It's been too long <laughs> since we've had my favorite segment of the week here. <laughs> Who is your dude of the week? This is Guys Being Dudes Fantasy Football. If you're just joining us, follow us at, on Twitter at DudesFootball. Who is your dude of the week? Let's start with Mike. Go for it, buddy. He really put this on a platter for me. <laughs> and it is none other than D.D. Westbrook. D.D. Westbrook? Here Stole we go Dude again. Westbrook. It's like a broken, it's like a broken record I, playing. I'm, I'm going to be either horribly wrong or just going to be seeing, like, I'm going to win every league or I'm just going to be horribly wrong. Because Victory lap. I keep saying D.D. Westbrook almost every week, almost every time I have a conversation about fantasy football, I will say I'm biased. I think he absolutely torches the Chiefs. I think he goes for over 100 yards and finds the end zone. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Love it. I, I, I'm right there with you on that. I think the 100 yards is very feasible. The touchdown is where, you know, that's always up to chance. But I think the yardage and the receptions and the targets are going to be there. Yeah. Uh, I'll go next. My dude of the week. And, of course, this is a dude who's not like a guy that, you know, is a top, like, 20 pick. We're picking later guys here. My guy is Will Fuller. Monday Night Football. Deshaun Watson throwing him the ball. He's going to be going deep. It's going to be a high-scoring game against the Saints. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe he catches two Hail Mary touchdowns. Does he stay healthy the entire game? <laughs> two quarters we'll might be enough. We'll, we'll see about yeah. that. Yeah. Um, for me, my dude of the week is Chris Carson. Uh, I think he's going to get tons of carries. Um, that offense just runs the ball like crazy, and he's obviously mm-hmm. the one there. So I think that's just great value there. They're playing, I think, the Bengals. Yep. And They'll be winning. That's going to be a blowout. Um, so if they're in front, they're going to be running the ball and the coaches have been saying all off season, they want to get him involved in the passing game. And if that happens, his ceiling just explodes and we'll see where that goes. But I think for this week, he's pretty safe as well as a very high ceiling. Yep. My dude of the week is someone who I've not been hot on in the preseason, but mm-hmm. I think he's going to go off to a nice just start put it in. season. Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram's playing the Dolphins. I can probably name three players on that team currently. At least. Probably all uh, traded. Before well, you finish the sentence, twenty twenty first round draft pick. <laughs> player to be named later. Twenty twenty one first round draft pick. Twenty twenty one first round draft. You know, oh, he'll be good. I think he'll be good. Couple. Josh Maybe, Rosen, yeah. go Bruins. They're challenging oh. Gruden at yeah, building sure. the most draft capital. Yeah. Who can who can get the most picks? You know, we're hopefully they can. Twenty five guys, but we're gonna have a lot of draft picks. You know, Mark Ingram uh, is gonna. They're gonna just be ahead. I think Lamar is gonna have a great game, but they just want to keep him healthy. Um, I think they're just going to be running that guy uh, over, let's do 100, and uh, I'm going to give him two touchdowns. Ooh. Wow. Yeah, I, I'm right there with you. That's I've, a former Heisman. <laughs> former Heisman winner. Did you know that? Jared knows things. Yep, no thank cares. you. Thank you. <laughs> I just have a, a quick question about this game because I I have a little bit of personal stake in this game having both um, Lamar Jackson and Ingram in leagues. Stupid. Would you guys be more comfortable playing Lamar Jackson against the Dolphins or Jameis Winston against San Francisco? Winston. Winston. Easy money. Winston's Lamar going Jackson. off this week. Lamar it, Jackson. Not I'm so Do it. sure that, that he's going to score more points, but he's just such a safe, much safer play than, than Lamar Jackson. I that mean, That's the right answer. Yeah. If you want to <laughs> go, go with your heart, I, 
Stick I have Lamar, Lamar sitting, sitting there in my starting lineup, and I want that to be the case, but I know that Jameis might be the better call, but I was hoping to be convinced otherwise. So that was an unsuccessful trial. <laughs> so I say, dude, you take that E off the end. What do you get? A dud. Dud. Dud of the week. Who is your guys' dud of the week? Who is going to fail? I'm going first for this one because I'm adamant about it. It's Stephon Diggs. <laughs> wow. Whenever Stephon Diggs has injury tags going into games, he does not produce. I love that you just pulled that out. <laughs> he does not produce. When he's some sort of ailment, he's not practicing. He's questionable right now. He he did a light practice yesterday, didn't practice the day before, and it's going against the Falcons, whose defense is now healthy. Do not think he's going to be having a good week. Just add insult to injury. Why don't Sorry. <laughs> For me, I swear I'm not a homer every week. I'm going back to the Jags-Chiefs game. Man that just got paid today. Boo. A quote-unquote return specialist, in my opinion. Uh-oh. Tyreek Hill will be shut down by Jalen Ramsey, just like he did last year. <laughs> it's going to happen. Love it. My day of the week, Joe Mixon. We're playing the, the fresh and fiery Seahawks front there. That's where Jadavion Clowney's at. Um, AJ's gone. Tyler Boyd might have a catch. I don't know. We'll see. Joe Mixon is going to be one. He's going to put up a an Aaron Jones-esque uh, front there. Maybe 15 for 50, something like that. Maybe 10 yards on in the air. How many picks is Andy Dalton going to throw? To, on two. Sunday? Yeah. Minimum two. Yeah, two. I think, well, two is probably the – we're two and a half over-under, I think. Really? I just – that's off the top of my head. What do you guys say? Over-under? I really I hope – Over-under there. Ooh. I'm going to go under. I'd go under. I think it's two. Yeah, two. Game plan. Yeah, I like – I'm I think, go three just to be the I think he throws two in the first quarter, gets yanked, and we, we all went on the under. <laughs> Who's in the backup? AJ McCarron. No, is is it, he still there? No, he's in the XFL. It's the former Florida quarterback. I think he's the first XFL Driscoll? quarterback. Driscoll, Jeff Driscoll. Jeff yeah. Driscoll. Sounds like my neighbor. Um, for my dud of the week, I'm saying Robbie Anderson. It's another lower-level guy. You, can't but, just ta- you guys can't just take injured players. <laughs> well, I think is people, he injured? I think I people are banking on him to play, and I think that this is kind of what it's for. Is I think he's not going to perform. I think he's coming off. A little bit, but I think it's a hamstring injury, and he's facing one of the top cornerbacks in the NFL. Um, Buffalo is always an underrated defense. I think they were first in points against last year. They're super strong defensively, and I don't see that. Buffalo excites me. They do. I just don't know on a hamstring Some if Robbie ways. Anderson's going to be as explosive as he needs to be and able to, to beat the deep ball, which is where he's extremely successful. But the Jets, you know, they have a lot of pieces there that can get targets now. That and Jets passing is just a lot of question marks there. Yeah, Jameson Crowder, Crowder's everybody's getting some hype. Crowder. He's getting way too yeah. much hype. I don't understand about, uh, the Jameson Crowder hype. People are saying 100 catches, Quincy? 100 targets. Ooh. Yeah, it's too much. And then we People got, for, I forgot about him. They <laughs> think he's just gone. Was that, was that week one waiver pickup? I was so, yeah. I, I mean, we can pull up the doc from last year. I guarantee. <laughs> PPR <laughs> monster. Oh <laughs> just pick up both my guys. <laughs> one's going to be good, one's going to be bad. But, yeah. Um... Let's go into so we're talking about before we move into America's second favorite segment of the week. I'd like a quick plug for America's favorite segment of the week, which will return next week with Michael's Michael Dixon Minute of the oh, Week. I'm so excited! It will be one. back. That's a good just, one. Just going to let you. I mean, viewers might have been thrown off because it wasn't you have didn't a good happen. Yeah. We could have recapped his preseason, but I wanted to wait yet. on game film in order <laughs> yeah. to really talk yeah. about Michael Dixon, the best player in the NFL. Right. It will return maybe five ten 
next Friday. Maybe maybe give it a five ten. I say we bump it to the Michael Dixon two minutes this two this minutes. I can, I can I can get bump that up maybe. There. Who knows? I can see it. His own show. We should have him on one week. He was born in Australia. Love it, man. Real excited for that. For those of you who are joining the podcast, our marketing team has been crazy off the rails recently. Yeah, might not, yeah. might have been a little bit uh, after the Michael Dixon era. What, what are the eras of Texas? There's the Colt, Colt McCoy era, yeah. Michael Dixon era. The dark area in between. <laughs> the dark area in between. But he's uh, one of the greatest Texas players of all time, a punter from uh, an island down south. Down under. Somewhere. Moving on to America's favorite segment of the week, the Jammin' Mini Football League. Jared, Michael, Noah, and Kieran. Where should we put that K? Jammin' K. Jammin' K. Kieran, I think I don't you're going to say this week. <laughs> but we're changing up the rules a little bit this week. Last year, do you guys remember who won the little mini league? Just say it. I, I can tell remember. you I had the least amount of losses. Good job, Kieran. Ooh, yeah, but sure. We all know now that I am your defending champion for the JMN Jammin' League. Really? Thank you so much. You're at home. Please clap now. Thank you. We're going one quarterback outside the top ten, and this is ESPN standard rankings. One running back uh, and receiver between 11 and 20. We don't want to get too easy with the higher-ranked guys. And then one, one running back receiver, 21-plus. And then one tight end not named, Kelsey, Zertz, or Teapot, George Kittle. We may next week. Need to move that to the top six, we'll depending. I on think it. I think it would be more interesting if we did it like that. Yeah, to take out Ingram, Howard, and Henry. But that'll be a nice this week's fair game amongst those three. Ingram, I also would like to say this means that Michael is now the only person to not win a season of jamming. Did you win the? I won the inaugural season. We don't. I don't. I don't know if we fully know that. No, we, we did. We. I do season. know that. We'll pull it up. Michael, That's a fact. Step it up. I just want to say, last year was incredibly tight. Noah won by one game over Jared, who won by one game over me. That's true. It was neck and neck. We got to get I'm, Karan I'm in back there. for vengeance. We could All do right. JMNK, and then once Kieran leaves, <laughs> Karan, Karan will come in. Kieran, Karan, all the same to me. All right, my lineup. Quarterback. And I think this, and we might hear this name a few more times. Matty Ice playing the Vikings. Don't care. That guy's good at football. Running back, Chris Carson, and I think... We all have him, yeah. Yeah. Yep. We should have. We should plan around that. According yeah, to that, that was. <laughs> Chris I'm, we're playing to win. James White, Brandon Cooks, DJ Moore, and my guy OJ Howard. Mike, who you got? A little bit of a curveball at quarterback. Ooh. Kyler Murray. I like that Ooh. reference because he played baseball. Oh, that was good. <laughs> Chris Carson, yeah. Chris Carson, it's everyone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Philip Lindsay, Noah's waiver wire guy last year. Tyler Boyd, my waiver guy last year. D.D. Westbrook, can't not pick him, due to the week. And Evan Ingram. Ooh. Wait, all of a sudden, you predicted Tyler Boyd last year? No, that when that you was... were on a Nunwa and, and Lindsay, like the next week, you were on I was Boyd. on Tyler Boyd. Oh, interesting. <laughs> I was on nobody. Yeah, but you're you're um, on the show. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> okay, you quarterback, Matty Ice, Chris Carson, Philip Lindsay, Tyler Lockett, and D.D. Westbrook. Dude, Westbrook. And a tight end? Oh, my tight end's OJ. <laughs> OJ <laughs> Howard. You know, I think with Michael. Juice is loose. We'll double segment next week with the Michael's, Michael Dixon Man of the Week and the Dude Westbrook Man of the Week. <laughs> <laughs> Please, let me have it. Let me have it. Coming in for me. Coming in for me. I got quarterback Kirk Cousins. I'm already Ooh. regretting that pick a little bit, but <laughs> I wanted to be different. I think Spice it's going to be a high-scoring affair, so I'm hoping it. for it. 
Uh, running back, Chris Carson, like I said before. Next running back, Damian Williams. I think he's going to be the starter. I don't know if they're going to work LaShawn McCoy in too much, so hopefully get a lot of points there. Wide receiver, Robert Woods. Second wide receiver, D.D. Westbrook. And at tight end, O.J. And you know what? I really love jamming. This is a fresh off the, of the mind of a genius here. Let's put a little let's put a little skin in the game. Whoever is the champion gets a case of their choosing of beer from from the other two. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Ooh, let's, all, let's do a three-way handshake real quick. Let's all put our hands in. Hands in, jamming on three. Go team. Go one, whatever you want to say on three. One, two, three, dude. West a B baby, <laughs> sting like a B. Sting like a. I was wondering, Noah, you have James White in a non PPR. Good point. <laughs> Can't go back on that. I was Can't just wondering. Back. You had some information that Emmanuel I Emmanuel Sanders. Just like right when now. Noah two days ago drafted Emmanuel Sanders, we had to do it offline <laughs> because things got very complicated with our keepers. Karan traded a keeper pick. ESPN couldn't really handle that. <laughs> Shout out. So Karan. we're doing it all offline. And then Noah goes, I'd like to take Emmanuel Sanders. Wait. Second and a half goes, wait. That was less than a second and a half. Yeah, it was a, se- it was a second. second. We'll give it we'll give it a second. Yeah. Wait. Somewhere in the middle. I don't want to pick him. And then this like mad it just Came a madhouse. It, yeah, it, it was a problem. If you ever want to, if you're a commissioner of a league that's been going on for a while, and you ever want to do something and like a new thing, it's not like, happening. It's not happening. It's not. You want to create a rule for yourself for anyone else? Everyone was saying, "Yeah, go ahead. Let uh, let him drop Andrew Luck from his keepers. Let him keep Russell Wilson. It's fine." And then everyone. I was the only that. person saying that. Yeah, you're, but you're a nice guy. Thank but when you. I say something, okay. but I love how when I drafted Lamar Miller. Everyone was like, all right, you can no, actually, you I, can actually I pick Lamar I was trying Lamar to Jax. uphold that again as well because Jared goes, I'd like to take Lamar Miller. <laughs> oh, wait, no, 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 Lamar Jackson. <laughs> See, that doesn't happen when you're drafting on an online draft. You just click the person. Won't have, I'm sorry, we won't have that problem in the future, guys. But maybe, I did I did pick up Lamar Miller in that league, put him on the IR. Maybe Karan and Trisha won't trade keeper you picks suck. again. Thank you. Also picked up Nikhil that's, Harry. That's my move. Yeah. <laughs> that's, you took my move. I would have had another a better keeper had when I When you that. held Deontay Foreman the entire year in your IR spot. And Hunter Henry. Don't yeah. I'm rooting for this Karan guy. His name's close enough to mine, I feel. You would love oh, him. Oh, he's, he's a, a stud. My team is, he's, his team is my team. He's a young wow. one. <laughs> I don't think you won his team in the league that we're in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you I don't. don't. About that one. He made some questionable Better than my team, though. Last year. All right, let's go into some bold predictions. Real quick before we do that, again, this is Guys Being Dudes Fantasy Football. You can follow us on Twitter, at Dudes Football. And if we did not cover your team or your player today, don't uh, don't hold back those DMs. Feel free to DM the account. We'll get our take on your situation and even answer the questions on the show. So far, no DMs this week, but I'm used to that. And But that's okay. Let's move on to some He's bold kidding. predictions here. <laughs> I've been... Hot and heavy on those Chiefs rookies this year. Here's my double-down pull prediction on Miko Hardman and Darwin Thompson. First off, the Chiefs backfield. I got Damian Williams in the seventh in a in a money-money league. And uh, I'm happy with that, but I've been when, screaming from the rooftops. Can you guys uh, please take this guy from me because I do not want him. But The reason you got him in the seventh is because I wasn't in that league. Because yeah. if I see him in fifth, I'm like, all right, it's time. It's yeah. time for Well, me. here's my prediction on the Chiefs' backfield. Damian Williams before last year, nobody. At least LaShawn McCoy has a, has a nice name. I think he's the leader of this backfield come week three, four. Mm. And I think Darwin Thompson becomes maybe not a Tariq Cohen role, but I think he's going to be lining up in the slot doing stuff. And I have this LaShawn McCoy up and ahead of the first guy. 
and then a pretty sizable gap down to Damien, and then a little tiny gap down to Darwin. Uh, and then my other prediction, Mikol, uh is going to outscore Sammy Watkins this year. Mikol Hardman is the third receiver. Sammy Watkins is not reliable in whatsoever. <laughs> he might just become part of the Chiefs system. He's had success there, but I think Mikol outscores him at the end of the league. What do you guys think of that? I certainly agree with your first statement that you've been hot and heavy about everything in the Chiefs back <laughs> everything yeah. in what the about Chiefs. The following two statements, do you like either of them? Um I, I would s- never draft Sammy Watkins. Right. Sammy Watkins is someone that I don't put much value on. Hmm. And is that player that I see and I'm like, yeah, I'm not I'm not taking him. I'd rather I don't find him. myself taking him, but I I wouldn't say I would never take him. Just I think he's got talent. I, it hasn't put it together obviously, very injured, but I don't know. Those are pretty bold takes. Thank so you. I'm still it. buying into Damian Williams a little bit. Same. I'm alone. We'll okay, maybe not. I'm alone. If he's healthy, I think Damian Williams is the most talented in that backfield. What? Ooh, I don't agree I with don't that. If you that. look at his his play from last year, he's good. I think he's good. I think. I think maybe. Like, I don't know how else like, to put the talent, it. Like, good. Like, the talent could be speaking, He's good. He's in the yeah. NFL. Or like, what do you mean good? LaShawn McCoy is not good, in my opinion. I think. And Darwin is good, but he's also a 200 pound yeah. rookie. Six round pick. I, you seen his, you seen that upper body though? Oh, I've seen it. What I think is gonna be is about it. I think Damien's gonna get the first chance. And if he just runs with that and it, this offense is gonna, you know, provide for itself and if he just kind of rides that ship. You miss a week or two though. That's the yeah. problem. But if he stays there and they're winning and he's productive, then he can like, just you, keep it rolling. You don't pay LaShawn McCoy four million to uh, yeah. not get many touches. Kieran texted me, I think LaShawn's going to go to Kansas City. I said, no, I don't think they're going to pay him. He needs like $2 million at least. I don't think they're going to pay him anymore. Next day, look at that. Yep. All right. That's Real two in a row on you, Noah. Tip. Antonio yeah. Brown as well. Antonio Brown and, yeah, there you go. Good job, buddy. Yeah, how many championships did you have? There you go. Uh, <laughs> what was that word? Few ch- championships. What do you think I'd be familiar with? Judging oh. by how many I have, but it's fine. Nice. <laughs> tips. A few quick tips coming off of Darwin Thompson thought. Grab those handcuffs. I, I think a lot of guys, especially guys like Giovanni Bernard, where there's these high-end RB1s, RB2s, and you guys aren't, are, would much rather have a guy like Darwin Thompson rather than Gio. If you have, uh, you know, Mixon... On a in a smaller league, you know, go for go for Geo. You never know what's going to happen, especially in these early weeks when guys are really getting back into it. So go pick up those the, the talented handcuffs, especially or those third down backs who still could hold fantasy value standalone. Mm-hmm. Jared, what's your hot bold prediction? I love this one. Oh, I appreciate mm-hmm. it. Well, maybe you can give some insight on this. I probably my can. hot prediction is that T.J. Hawkinson, a top ten pick in the actual draft, will be a top ten fantasy tight end this year. My hot, my hot take on that is if I just we steamy take it back a few years. Yeah, Detroit I think took another top ten <laughs> tight end. He's good now, right? You got picked two picks after that tight end, a little guy named Odell Beckham Jr. Ooh. So Eric Ebron was a failed experiment, obviously successful experiment somewhere else in the league. But I just don't think the system is set up for a rookie tight end. All we ever hear is rookie tight ends aren't aren't fantasy relevant. They're it's hard uh, it's hard position to transition to the NFL. Obviously, a top 10 pick, it's a lot of draft capital. You're putting a lot of emphasis in that guy. The offense is not clogged. You know, th- there's a lot of room there to run, especially with with uh, Stafford uh, being healed after his broken back. I like the take. I don't think it's as bold as mine, Like, Ooh. which I think I think yours are, might be a little better. 
but I think it's going to take some time. This might be a yeah. George Kittle light kind of thing. I definitely would not be drafting him as a starting tight end. I feel like you have to grab someone else, see if it pans out. Right. For me, I've been taking one of those top six tight ends a lot. I think I'm only like one of my leagues where I don't have one of those. Mm-hmm. And in that league, I, I, you know, I like to take two mid tight ends, but really owning more than one quarterback, maybe two quarterbacks and one tight end is pretty stupid. But if you are getting one of those, you know, Vance McDonald or David Njoku, feel yeah. free to feel free to pop Hawk on there. Exactly. After two weeks, if you're not seeing much, drop him. He looked really good in the preseason. He did he get did. a lot of targets and he did could have had a, had a touchdown right. if Stafford I mean, all reports are that he's the only tight end that can really do anything there right, right now. I mean, yeah. TJ Hawkinson or Danny, Danny Amendola, who's going to fill that third receiver role? Who's going to have more points at the end of the season? Hawkinson. Hawkinson. Hawkinson, yeah. I think it's closer. I'm going to go Hawk, but I think it's closer than people think. I don't I don't know if he has a good season. I know hopefully Carrion gets a lot of those tar- targets you said as well. George Kittle light, do you do you see Hawkinson being more of that mold than maybe someone like Mark Andrews or somebody in that mold? I Good think. question. Yeah. Uh, well, I've been high Andrews, on Mark Andrews. I mean, yeah, Mark Andrews is second season. He, he has proven production. He's a, he's the rookie tight end unicorn who actually had a little bit of production towards the end of the season. I could see that happening with Hawk. But Hawk's like, I mean, he's a, a much big hotter, frame, better prospect. Great than Mark catcher. Mm-hmm. Or even Kittle probably right. was. So it could happen. I think a second year breakout, a second half of the season breakout yeah. is much more likely. If if I am you know if I'm dropping three or four guys on the waivers in the first few weeks and I don't know who to pick up but I know those guys are not you know worth keeping I'll I'll go target Hawk for sure. Yep. Shout out Iowa for just breeding tight end. Unbelievable. They take amazing. these guys out of the cornfields. And yeah. Just they just chug them in. Make them drive yeah. the tractor a couple hours when they don't do well and. <laughs> I think they boy run, it turns them. They run the boys into men real quick. <laughs> they run the routes for the tight ends in cornfields. So yeah. They're used to running through barriers. Catch the ball. Maybe. Fantastic agility. It's like the Antonio Brown on hard knocks in the pool, but it's in the cornfield. (laughs) (laughs) Like the, yeah, the the insane training facilities of Iowa is just cornfield. (laughs) Was he he more of a blocking or a pass-catching tight end? Is he kind of... It's a little uh, bit of both. Is that why he was... I assume he was both because he got dropped that high, but... revolves around the tight ends. I mean, two first-round tight ends on the same team. How often do you see that? That is unbelievable. Noah Font, I think, is... I think they're both... I would say similarly talented in receiving. I think Hawk has an edge blocking, uh-huh. um, but I think he's a—I mean, just an all-around great tight end. What do you think about that pick as a top ten pick? I don't like it. I question I, it. Yeah. For, if you're in the situation like the Lions are in, you just want pick a de- pick a defensive player, man. Like there, we uh, passed up at Oliver, which just—I mean, I don't. I mean, it's not like a Daniel Jones at all. But when you're passing up those guaranteed like right you know defense rookie of the year candidates it's tough there's a lot of words Jared, My, i kind of took your whole pick there you no you're good i, I feel like you're the expert on this <laughs> on fantasy football Our, no oh my All goodness right. gracious. Um, michael the former florida state seminal dalvin cook his knees regenerate Whoop. and he finishes as a top five running back this what year what does a knee regenerating sound Boom, boom, I don't. I, I don't I think, think that's did really how it works. I feel like decently well. It would sound like something, but not that. Not Do you close think I was being either. serious with <laughs> saying his knees regenerate? <laughs> regenerate? You never know. You never know. <laughs> you actually not, that, that wasn't a joke. I don't. You own but, zero shares of him, though. right? I think that's pretty realistic. Honestly, I, I don't think that's if he stays fully healthy, that's a tremendous offensive line. And I mean, we saw what he can do when he's fully healthy. He was killing it at the end of the, last year. And they're not, you know, the, the Vikings aren't, put, you know, putting a lot of new offensive weapons there. They really believe in that in that dynamic trio there. 
of Thielen, Diggs, and Cook. I got Cook in two keeper leagues. Um, my my one, two, and two keeper leagues have been Hopkins and Cook, so I love those guys. I we've love had, this take. We've had arguments about that in the past. Right. But, geez, as far as bold predictions go, Michael, Jared, props. Love both of those. Oh, thank Very you, pro Noah. Pro-Noah pro <laughs> predictions there. Kieran. <laughs> Yeah. Um, it's only a matter of time before someone says this. I think mine are, mine's kind of in between the, the hotness between you and Noah. Um, <laughs> but I predict that Lamar Jackson will be a top five fantasy quarterback Woo-hoo. in four points. We all love leagues. that. I'd, we all love that. I, I think he like could rush for... Kieran's like a Serrano. Maybe Jared's a... Poblano. You guys are bell <laughs> peppers over there. Oh, 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 rude. <laughs> it's, um, I, I just think it's very much in the cards that he rushes for... 800 to 1,000 yards. <laughs> wow. I, he rushed for, That's what, $700? $700. Yeah, Mike Vick, the only one to do it. Mike Vick ran for 1,000. He's got the talent. I, I, I just I think it's going to happen. I think last year you got... What's what's his Madden speed rating? Pull it, pull it up. I think last year you got really consistent, like solid good numbers, throwing one or zero touchdowns a game. Mm-hmm. If he can just not fumble every other carry and throw <laughs> two touchdowns a game and just continue that pace, I mean, you know they want to run him. And even Harbaugh said he's going to be right there again this year. I think his floor is unbelievable, obviously. And I just think no if he can put it to together, nothing to worry about. It's all his. Yep. He's going to learn how to read the blitzes better. He's going to learn how to read defense better. He's not going to be panicking as much. And I think he could just be an absolute fantasy stud that's putting up very high numbers as kind of a running back quarterback hybrid. And that terrific value. Taking guesses for his speed rating. What, what do you think? It's got to be 89. 92. 94. 94? Did you look it up? No, I think okay. you did. 94. Oh! <laughs> 94 Madden speed. Acceleration 95. Apologies I wonder what Mike Vicks was <laughs> in the highest. Would you maybe got to 99? 99. Yeah. I mean, Lamar's like. The only person ever have 100 who can guess. Barry Sanders. Uh, no, wait, wait, wait. Hold up. 100 speed. Only player ever. Bo. Deion Sanders? Not Bo Jackson. Mm-mm. He is a returner. Oh, Devin Hester. Devin Hester. Devin Hester. Mm-hmm. Good, we good need stack. to play some more video games. Saw that okay. the other day. All right. Let's go through some NFL picks. Before we move on, question for the show. <laughs> okay. Shout out my parents. Question from, from my dad Ooh, here. Shout out Harmon. Who are more attractive than Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Easily. I say. Go ahead. That is a, that's a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> question. Is Zeke playing week one? Oh, that's a tough one, Harmon. Yes. <laughs> I think so. And that's a good, that's been the question of the from Michael's parents of the week. <laughs> Join us back in next week for Michael's third segment. We have Michael's Dick, Michael Dixon, Dixon Minute of the Week, Dude Westbrook, and Is Zeke Playing from brought to you by Michael's parents. Love it. Um okay. Fantasy MVP is Deshaun Watson. Talked about it before. You guys already know. That's the guy that you're gonna get. For the MVP. Okay. All right. Mine's AJ Green. Talked about it earlier. I'll just keep tooting this I know, both yeah. <laughs> seventh, you stop. get him in the seventh round. You plug him on your bench. When he gets back, you plug him in your lineup. You know what to do. Miles Sanders. Where you're getting wow. him is terrific value, and he's going to be that player that becomes a mid running back two and wins you a fantasy league. Love Mine is, cake. yeah. Mine is Mike Evans. I think he is one of those top guys, but. He's going in late second round. I think he could easily be a top two or three wide receiver if he gets the. I mean, he got 170 some targets a couple of years ago, and if he does that with the touchdowns going up, it's just. You want Evans or Juju? Ooh, I think 
personally, I'd take Juju just because I, I love Juju. But I think <laughs> for the sanity of for the sake of keeping my credibility here, I would take Evans from a UCLA <laughs> from a UCLA oh, yeah. student. Yeah, I know taking that's Juju. Tough. That's tough. Rapid fire. Who you guys got? Super Bowl. I have Saints over Pats. Uh, I also got the Saints, but over the Patriots or uh, the Chiefs. There you go. Bad. Good job. <laughs> Going Chargers over the Atlanta Falcons. Much hotter than your bold prediction here. Yeah. The Falcons win the NFC South and no. make it to the Super Bowl. I like that. That's I like the Falcons. Super Bowl has got it's it. happening. <laughs> I got the Chiefs over the Saints. We're all over I the like place it. there. And who is your MVP? I got Patrick Mahomes going. Patrick Mahomes. She's going back to back. I don't see anyone else. Wow. Jared? Uh, Derek Carr. Okay. He will be I the MVP. Love that. <laughs> Derek Carr. Car. MVP, baby. I love there's always like weird little stats that just put Derek Carr with like Marino and Montana. <laughs> there's like Derek you gotta, you gotta sort it out between 42 and 45 yards. He's something. up there in the Vegas like uh, predictions. I think he no was like, way. yeah, he was like fifth. He's not okay. He's not okay. He's great. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, and uh, Mike Carson Wentz. Yeah, these yeah, are all these are all possible and picks. Mine's Deshaun Watson. Even Derek Carr. <laughs> Offensive rookie of the year. I got David Montgomery, even after yesterday's wow. disappointing wow. mint. Terrible I think pick. He, I think I know it is a pretty bad pick with Mike Davy Davies there, but I like it. It's Josh Davies. Jacobs. You are all over the map, Mike Davies. It's <laughs> Davies locker. <laughs> Davis it's easily going to be Josh Jacobs. He's going to take over the offense. Yeah, well, will David he's, Montgomery get He's going to rush for Davies more Locker. than Lamar <laughs> Jackson this come year. come out. <laughs> Josh Jacobs will rush for more than Lamar Jackson I'm this year. I'm a pirate for the remaining two oh minutes of the show. <laughs> you said Josh Jacobs more rush yards than Lamar Jackson? Easily. Yeah, I buy it. That's All not right. very hot. I know. I, Thank on you. On the spice I level, that's it. probably less than a bell pepper. I don't know what you could be there. True. But Miles Sanders, rookie of the year. And for me, I'm supporting that Josh Jacobs. Where is this is Miles Sanders take coming? I haven't talked about Miles Sanders at all. But you haven't been around me enough. That's we true. He loves talking together, about it. Yeah. Damn, I was gonna be a pirate for the rest of. The... Sorry <laughs> about that. My bad, everybody. And with that, we got the love doctors coming in with some life relevant advice oh, yes. here on the show. Every if you want to, if you want to forget about the girl that just broke your heart, log on to ESPN Fantasy I mean, and get an... those teams going. All right, that's been a sh- that's been our show today. Hook Thank you horns. guys. Thank you guys for having me on. This has been a, it's been amazing. It's real fun. True. It's dream come true for me. So I really appreciate it. <laughs> Anytime you want to, me to call in, I'm here. Lifelong fan. Have you been a fan? Of Lifelong the show? fan. The, I think I might from I think the podcast days. Might have been a top one of the first five supporters of the oh, show. Oh, absolutely. Easily. Mom, Karan, Kieran, Kieran. I was A-B-N-E, the international. A-B-N-E, yeah, he was the international Quick few shout-outs. Shout-out AJ for that mic. Shout-out shout AJ. AB, last words. I can't say anything. What do you think about Antonio him. Brown's uh, season this year? AB? To AB? I think it's going to be exciting. What a, <laughs> what a <laughs> general take there. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Exciting Antonio Brown. That's been our show. Thank you so much. Follow us on Twitter, at DudesFootball, every Friday on kvrx.org, 5 to 6. Much love. And we are... Out. What's better than this? Guys being dudes. <laughs>